If you can stop talking for 10 seconds, that would be fantastic. You want to hit the start timer on there? You want to hit... You want to start podcasting, genius? Hello, and welcome to Carnival Personnel Sideshow. I'm Jacques. I'm Biff. And so, <laughs> why? Why are you the way you are? Uh, that is Joe. Uh, <laughs> uh, our, our other co-host, Biff, is, who's in Los Angeles, is, is in, on this podcast right now. Sat, sadly, sadly, you are the player to be named later. <laughs> uh, so Anyway, so Joe and I over the last few months have had a bunch of comics that we both really like, and it's been a lot of fun. And, uh, and that continues today. Over the last seven months that I've been doing this, I, I've done comedy with a lot of people whose stuff I really like, and I'm really excited because there there's a couple people who, if if I go on first or second and they get there late and they're like 15th or 16th, I will stick around just to see them. Um, not because I'm nice, because I'm selfish and I like to laugh, and I don't think I've ever seen either one of uh, these comics, because it's a twofer, Joe. We got two... For the price of none. Right. Because we are not paying these people. Exactly. Nor do we pay any of our guests. You know. Uh, In fact, they had to, and they had to pay us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're paying for it. Trust me. <laughs> yes, they, dearly. They, oh, they, no. they, they are paying for it. So before I, I, I ramble too much longer, uh, Joe, say hello to Extina and and uh, and the other guy there, uh, the good-looking one. You know yeah, what's uh, his name? He has a name. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let him do it. It is. It, it, wait. Look, checking my notes, it is, oh, right, it is Nick, let me see, is that middle name correct? Yes, it is Nick fucking Powell. Hi, <laughs> uh, hi guys, hi everybody. Uh, well, hello. <laughs> so we will, we, we will just jump right into it. I've, I've over, the, the first couple months I started back in this after a nice little 30 year hiatus, I just went to a few mics um, sadly, most of them out in Worcester to begin with before I found the one in, at, at the safe in Lowell. And I really kind of kind of kept my head down, was quiet. You know, I, I'm not that much of an outgoing person anyways, but I kind of wanted to see how the machinery worked. Kind of see how the culture worked, the subculture worked, the, the personalities, and just how these things are run. Just like a Jane Goodall of comedy. You know? yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm watching these arrangements. He doesn't actively participate, but and and, and I've I've come to understand over like the last seven months. Um there's a there's so much funny out there. There really is so much funny. Uh but I've started to really see a bunch of people kind of at the same time turn a corner with a lot of things, with, with, with delivery, with presence, with, with structure, with, with not just telling a joke, but putting sets together. And honestly, and I've said this to the, to the few other people that we've had on the podcast who I've been lucky enough to share stages with, there's about probably a, a, like, like a, a, a 10% who's going to really have a chance to go a rung or two up where we are. And then there's 
uh, probably 5%, uh, probably 10% within that 10%, that it's like, yeah, it would not surprise me if they don't have day jobs in the next year or two, and this is what they do. And, <laughs> and, and I'm really psyched that, that, that both, you know, Xena and Nick, because honestly, you, you guys, since I first started going to the safe and seeing you guys, always, always funny. But the development and, and and your presentation and everything it's like yeah if i was to if i was to put together a scorecard or you know uh, say okay here are the people i think the next 6 months go here the next year go here the next 2 year goes here you guys definitely depends on how much you make it a priority or want to make it a priority i really see this as a legit potential as being a career for both of you guys and I, and I appreciate that, but like I need to I need to just back up a sec because you said something uh, about like oh first coming to Mike's uh, after a thirty year hiatus and like that you weren't a people person. I'm sorry, Jack. I completely You're disagree with that. Yeah, are you are you kidding? Jack, I can imagine the minute people walk in the door, you're like, hi, I'm Jack. You think about my kids? Uh, like you are the number one candidate for like. I thought, like, if someone did the email scam and, like, started talking with you and you were like, they were like, what's your grandmother's birthday? But it's this. She was a wonderful woman. I got to tell you about the story back in the day. Uh... But you would fill out all of that shit immediately. <laughs> yeah, Bro, so, you so... are so fucking nice. There's no way. You're so right there. Oh so, so right there. Right I gotta, there I gotta... starting off on false promise. Yeah, yeah, like these are lies. Right. I need to nip. We need to nip that in the bud. Yeah, yeah. well, I think I think the exact opposite of Jacques because you think he's like really nice and all this stuff. And then during his introduction, I was like, "Wow, I really need to implement a skip intro button <laughs> for the podcast." <laughs> because that took yes, five that. solid minutes, and they are now talking. So you know. Um, and and as like as a podcast listener, I totally agree with you, sir. Uh, like that, you're exactly right. Um, that is definitely a thing. Uh, like it's it's as if we're trying to skip the ad. We're trying to skip the ad. Yes. <laughs> you know, but I I do. It, it's I, funny because um, give us a lot of credit. No, no, it, 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 it's true. I appreciate it, and I think Christina just came a little bit. Like from the <laughs> amount of like positive attention, like giving her that kind of expectation. You don't have to tell everyone She's every time I come. Right. Table, but okay. I can like, see you guys doing some stuff. Oh, fuck. We put that back in a loop. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to tell people that I need to change my underwear in the middle of the podcast. Like, that's <laughs> we don't have to do that every time. Uh, but I do appreciate that we do. I have to live by the But yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, no, but, but you know, it's funny because I, I've really... <laughs> there, there's so many people that I, I see at these different mics. I'm like, man, they're grinding away. They're doing great. And I equate it to... to this is a lot of people's hobby and there's a lot of people I know over 20 who played high school baseball and college baseball who are now playing softball. And instead of going to softball two or three nights a week, they're doing this. And I would never discredit anybody from, this is fun. I mean, I mean, literally even the bat nights at open mics, it's something funny happens. It's always worth getting in the car, but I, I have, I've really enjoyed like, you know, seeing seeing the both of you and getting to know you, and I, and now I want to know you guys a little better. So we'll start with Extina. Uh, how long have you been doing it, and and what happened the day before you took the mic the first day that you said, "Oh, I can do this." Yeah, actually. So, um, so I've been doing it for about what is it? It's June, so like November of 2022 is when I started. So about eight months. Um, 
And uh, my my at the time, one of my good friends, Nick, had me go to the Worthing. Uh, he was there with uh, a lady friend of his, and he was like, "Oh, it's an open mic." So he did comedy at that open mic, and uh, his lady friend did poetry. And um, I fell in love with her, this woman uh, that he was with a little bit. But also at the same time, I was like, shit. And I'd been wanting to do stand up for a long time, years, really. And so when I saw him do it, and I saw her go up, and I saw all these other people like do their thing, whether it was music, comedy, poetry, I thought to myself, you know what? I can, I can fucking do this. Like, I think I can do this. Um, and I said I was I was gonna go to the next week, and the next week I went and I did my first my first five minutes ever, uh, and it was probably not great, um, but Nick said I did pretty good, and yeah, that is, from there I was just I caught the bug I caught the I caught the bug, and then by the end of December, right, it's the end of the year. And I'm not like one for uh, New Year's resolutions, um, but this is one that I thought that I could actually accomplish. And it was, you know what? For the first six months of 2023, I'm going to do at least one open mic a week doing comedy. Oh, and now we're here, and I've probably done on average at least three open mics per week since the year started. Um, and it's been, uh, it's been incredible. It's been wonderful. And I'm having the time of my life. Um, and, and you uh, Nick. <laughs> and you own all to Nick, I mean, I, I mean, it sucks that I have to kind of say that a little bit, right? Cause I mean, look at him. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. With this guy, uh, he looks like he puts consent in fucking quotation marks. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, the Cosby contract. Yeah, I got <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Contract. It's a boilerplate, Cosby. But here I am. But here I am. Here I am. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> no, it, like, honestly, it's been it's been incredible. And like, just the idea that I can do this. And I've actually, uh, like, uh, April, I did three, three different shows where I actually, like, made money. And that blew my mind. That blew my fucking mind. That I could actually make money doing something that I'm having fun doing, um, and I've never done any, um, uh, like just extracurricular activities in school. Like I was always a stoner in school. I never had anything that I was like excited about. I never had an art. I never had an activity, a sport, and like this has been something that I'm like, you know what? I'm still really enjoying myself. So, so, yeah, so I think it's been about eight months. Yeah. It's funny how many people I've talked to, you know, either here or Worcester or, or even some people, you know, up in Manchester. It's something happened around October or November of 2022 where I'm going to say 75 yeah. percent of people we do mics with on a regular basis from from September, October, October, November on is when they started. And it, and it's really funny. Like I said, I think so many that was people... when I had sex with Matt Wright for the first time. Oh, oh. nice. Nice. Yeah. nice. Now, another That's thing I'm jealous of. For the, fir the first time. For the, the first time. time. Just the first time. Well, the first time or the first time with consent. 
<laughs> Wilkins, yeah, okay. Oh, there was no. Wilkins. All right, we're getting called out. We got to do. I'm sorry. See what, see what I did there. Yeah. See what I did no, there. It's, so, yeah, yeah. so resting January sixth phase. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Extina, the first. The first time you went up at Worthen, do you remember any of the bits? Have some of those carried over? Have you refined them? Or or have they all been like, oh, I can't believe I did that? No, that's a great question. Um, I feel like there are a few things. I feel like it's more, not, right, where like topics that I built upon. And there are some things that I kind of like left to the wayside. Uh, but I think a lot of what I was doing that first time was just kind of like, shooting the shit with the audience i was like oh like trying to try to like relay things off of them see what their reactions were um but also i was like very drunk so um <laughs> so so there's not like a ton that i remember specifically but i will say um yeah i was looking for feedback i was for sure looking for feedback from people because like i said like the past few years I had been like just writing down bits like in my phone and notes like just what what am i thinking of things that i think are funny things that i've said to my friends that they have then said to me are very funny and so i like just thought you know i i want to understand if other people also think that's funny right so like even if it's just like a topic not even necessarily have like a, I didn't even have punchlines at that point, right? I didn't know how to structure a joke yet. Jacques doesn't have that wasn't lines. even a thing <laughs> that was in my mind. Yeah, punchlines are so overrated. <laughs> right. Just you know, just long-winded stories with dated references are fine. Jacques's the only one who does multiple choice for jokes. It's like, all right, I'm gonna no, give no, you a premise. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You are around the middle. No, you're exactly right. However, Jacques, you are a story storyteller, yeah. right? Some some comics are storyteller comics, and you are one of those comics. And I'm like, oh, like you are someone that if if you get into a conversation with me, I can understand. Like it's going somewhere. Whereas like I just used to think like that I I didn't fully understand the structure of a joke until I started like telling jokes on stage, and then also watching other comics tell jokes on stage, right? And I'm like, oh. They have, that's a similar to topic to what I was doing, but they have like an end. There's a conclusion, right? And that's very important. And also learning that like, oh, you can kind of swap out those conclusions, right? You can right. swap out those, you know, and like learning that back in probably, probably when I started doing like those paid shows in April, back in April, that blew my mind. And I was like, shit, I should, I need to know what I'm talking about, right? Like I need to... Uh, seem more professional, well, but uh, was, yeah. was the Luna was that? Well, so I saw your Luna show in April, and I think we've had every headliner for Luna on or from Mondo Comedy on in the last six months <laughs> on this, and that show. So there's two questions about that show. When did you start letting friends and family come to see you? So you start in November, and in April that was a big show at a nice place, you know, fifteen bucks with a real legit headliner. Was that? Who was the headliner? Was that uh... Uh, Mike Donovan? Oh my God, Mike Donovan! Uh, like literally. Oh yeah, no, I no, bought no, his I book was, after the show. I was starstruck. No, I have his book. I have his book here in my apartment. No, I was starstruck. I promise. Like that blew my mind. But as soon as I, I told, I told two people at work that I was doing that show at Luna, 
And it, and then he came to my, one of my coworkers came to me and one of the principals of my company, I work in an engineering firm as a project coordinator. And he was like, Oh, a few people, a few people from work or want to come to your show. Like, great. 20 people from my work showed up. Wow. And not only did 20 people show up, but they stayed, they stayed and they, they were an incredible audience. They really they were, were. Yeah. laughing at everybody. They blew my mind. I was a little nervous because I was like, shit, I don't want all these people to come. Because I, I think I was the that second or third person up, right? And I was like, I told them, I was like, bless you. He just, he because he, they Um, But I was like, I was nervous. I was nervous that like they were going to watch me in my seven minutes and then just fuck off, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, they stayed for the entire show. They were an incredible audience. And a, a good amount of those people came to the Taffeta show that we did. That's on fantastic. June 9th. That, that, nice. and, so, and, and something else with your Luna show. So that's just a few months after you really get started. That's a five month window. Uh, I got to give you credit. Uh, you know, I got to give you a lot of credit. One thing is um, the last couple Luna shows I've done, uh, my sisters and cousins were there. And I'm very, very close with my sister. There's just so many things I wouldn't even dream about saying in front of my sister. The joke that you have with your dad as the punchline, I'm like, oh my. First of all, I would never say that in front of my dad because uh, he's dead. And I only talked to him a few times the last 20 years he was alive. But other than that, no, but I'm like, your bravery is like, you know, funny is funny. And I'm going out there. Um, uh, honest in your coworkers, cause you're, you know, your stuff, you know, like, you know, you put so much out there, you know what I mean? And, and, which, and which one of your coworkers snitched to HR? <laughs> I want to know which I want to name names. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, so we don't have HR. We don't, we're a small company, so we don't have HR right now. So it worked out really well. No, but, but it's true. Like you're saying the thing about my dad and my dad was also there that yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, as you start to do the bit, I'm like, oh my God, I love this bit, but I couldn't like, there's no way I could, I could do that. So you, you do, you, you know, Hey, it's, I, I've been married for 20 years. So saying you have more balls than me, isn't really saying that much, <laughs> but, but kudos to you for having, you know, such a presence and, and we'll get to the taffeta thing in a minute, but now I, I you know, I want to jump over to Nick again, clarifying the le- second name, middle name through legal. Yes. It's Nick fucking Powell. Same thing with you, Nick. Uh, <laughs> so, so when you're a deployed Marine, the whole time you're thinking, oh, man, I can't wait to get back into the trenches of comedy when I get out of the shithole. No, I was, uh, I was not doing it at the time. But I definitely was developing bits. And it was mainly through poor choices. You know what I mean? I think I set a record of the unit for sleeping with two different women while on deployment in Afghanistan. <laughs> and so I thought that was funny. And I was like, oh, I could definitely work that into a bit. And, like, I got made fun of enough for it. You know what I mean? So, like. I definitely was always developing bits, but I didn't start till around like 2016. I deployed like 2012, 2014. And you're so- being made fun of because you weren't sleeping with enough women. At the same time? <laughs> like only two? Really? Come on, brother, step up your game. Yeah, no, uh, no, I was made fun of because I was the I was the communications guy. I was the IT guy for a Marine unit. So they were like, "There's no reason to have those muscles, you piece of shit. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so why are you fucking the Air Force shit? You know what I mean? It just didn't make sense." 
No. Uh, and and so you're Lowell native, correct? Are you both Lowell natives? So uh, so I'm from I'm from Tewksbury, which is right next door to Lowell. But I went to UMass Lowell starting when I was 18. So I've been here for okay 15 years. But he's not from Lowell. No, I was a Southern New Hampshire guy, then a Manchester guy. Well, you know, I mean, service excluded. Southern New Hampshire, Manchester, and then I just got to Lowell probably about three years ago. Okay. Two, two years ago. There, yeah. And you when know. do you get out of Lowell? Because that's what everybody's asking. When do you get? <laughs> that's coming up next. No, no, no. Wait, listen, listen. I've already. It's already been established. I know. Delicious. I I'm, can't. I know. Can't. I'm gonna die here. I oh. know that. <laughs> like, I sign up for this. I don't it's know, decided. Pack. It's been decided for me. Just a pact, a suicide pact with Lowell. So, <laughs> so like when when <laughs> when the, when the worthen when the worthen is your cheers. Yeah, uh, we've already decided. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you, you know, Patty, like, sign me up. I'll see you 20 years from now. <laughs> oh, no, no, the other thing was, oh, all right, I had to get this in. I'm sorry before I forget. She was like, Jacques, you are a storyteller comedian. You did not see the fucking Gilbert Godfrey set. Uh, For the love of God. I did not. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, first off. Single, like, hit, like, back off, to back to back. Mean, fucking nailed it. Does this mean I get to hear your Gilbert Godfrey Oh, God, no. Oh, no. That's all out. No, oh, we don't God. burn that on the podcast. Are you giving me a hard? You're giving me a hard no. You're giving me a hard no. Okay. So, 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 so here's the backstory. So I, I think so. Joe okay. and I started doing a sketch comedy show that got syndicated throughout New England in like '94, '95. Syndicated meaning you know three towns. No, 28, 28 different cable stations Good ended Lord. up doing. Well, it's funny because I have That's a the fucking I, stats. I well, I have a well. That's what in L.A. we ended up well, getting in. We we ended up getting it on a UHF channel when I got to L.A. Anyways, UHF we'll learn about later. But yeah, we'll talk about UHF <laughs> later. But it's funny because I had, I don't know if you guys remember the Boston Phoenix, but uh, I was kind yes. of, I was, yes. I was kind 100%. of, I was a darling with the Boston Phoenix. It's like my wife just walked in my office like a month ago. And I was a darling. No. I, Nick, it's sad. It's because I had a band that did really, really well. I swear to God, there's a Gilbert. Oh, so like, you, did you also have an in with? You had an in with a one hundred one seven. Listen, did you talk to Maddie in the morning? Don't lie to me. No, so how many you talk to that motherfucker? So Joe and I had the show, and and I have a pseudo pseudo brother who's like a tenure professor at University of Maryland at the time was a professor at Harvard and Joe and I did skits based on him, and he would call me at like two in the morning saying. Three co-workers just walked in and said, hey, there's this comedy show and there's a character named Dr. Ross Salowich and which which Joe yes. played. Joe played. Doc, we had a skit called Physics Today. It was an intellectual talk show about physics where he played my physicist brother debating an episode of the sitcom Alice from the seven. It's, it's weird. It's mad. It's stupid. <laughs> but people and the and the, and the kid movie critic of the Boston Phoenix did skits with us all the time. But we did a skit where we Joe did Gilbert Gottfried from uh USA Up All Night. We we made a really bad up all night movie. We made a made for TV movie that Joe was the Gilbert Gottfried introducing coming in and out of the commercial breaks. And it absolutely killed. And on and on this podcast we sometimes do a thing called uh, self-indulgent theater where Joe will do a song as like Gilbert Gottfried or he'll do Bernie Sanders singing uh, fight for your right to party. So 
Nick had put on Instagram. He, I'm sorry, Bernie Sanders doing fight for your right to party. That's yeah. really getting me going. So, so he, so he did that. And then, um, but, but Nick had put on Instagram, you know, come and do an impression. So I did my impression of Joe's impression of Gilbert Gottfried. I came home and, and, Sometimes my wife asks how it goes, and sometimes you know she's sleeping when I get home. But I usually don't harangue her with my stuff. Or, or, or she's, I'm sorry, or she's pretending to be sleeping. Oh, 100 percent, 1,000 percent. You know, um, but I, I showed her, and the absolute, like she couldn't stop looking at me and looking at the TV and she's like yeah. just horrified and she's like has Joe seen this like the first thing is like what does Joe think of this and it was delightful I thought you ca- oh. I thought you captured it beautifully but anyways yeah so yeah you have a Gilbert Godfrey everybody, everybody. I, think, I think everybody deep down inside has a Gilbert Godfrey and, and, impersonation and, in and I went through I don't know what you're talking about. Like everyone has a, everyone has a for walk and I'm back in I, I, I actually, I, you know, I, I was, I, I extended the other day. I was finally going through my phone, like, you know, mining for old notes and stuff. And I came across a note. You guys know Ian Michael Sargent. He, I put a note in yes. my, I put a note in my thing like months ago when I didn't know who people were, I'd be like, this guy who did this bit, this guy who did this bit. So the next time I would see him, I would remember a bit. And I had written down in December, like Ian Michael Sargent, amazing Christopher Walken jingle bells. (laughs) And so I had just texted him like last week, or I sent him a note on Instagram. I'm like, I just found this note where I wanted to remember you. Like, and I'm like, and and there's a note, the guy who did the amazing Christopher Walken jingle bell. And I just want to let you know, Ian, we all I'm need that. Still <laughs> laughing at that. You know, I need right. that. We all need it. You need to get that. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that. I need that. I can't stress to you how much that motherfucking, oh, that guy's a fucking performer. Oh, and, and I've like, done it. I've done it twice to him. I've done it twice to him where he sat right in front and I just did his bits for five minutes in front of him. I just come out. My name is Ian Michael Sargent. You know who else goes by three names? Murderers. <laughs> I'm not a murderer, okay. but Ian, that isn't person. that what a murderer yeah. would say? That is where Jacques peels off and like he's like, I'm like he comes off as the nicest guy ever, but to stand in front of someone and to do their bits back to their face <laughs> is so fucking cold. Oh, and so savage. funny though. Just like, you're I savage. endorse it, but it's savage. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh my god. We love it. We're I, here for all of this. I don't know. I don't know if Joe was there. People don't realize. Were you there for the edible yeah. rec show with Flock of Seagulls? You weren't. No. All right. I won't. I'll make this. I don't know what any of those words were. What were all those words? um, uh, We're getting back to Nick and him getting into comedy, but I'll tell you, I'll make it a 15 second thing. Do you know the (laughs) band Flock of Seagulls who sing the song I Ran? And I ran. I only know the Flock of Seagulls. Yeah, yeah. I only know. You went a different direction. I only know Flock of Seagulls. You know how I know Flock of Seagulls? Okay. Uh, the wedding, the wedding, wedding singer. Yes, wedding singer, the wedding singer. singer haircut. So, so yeah. it's it's ninety three, ninety two, ninety three. No, it's twenty twenty three. They're it? they're on a oh. tour. They play this club called <laughs> Edible Rex, and we <laughs> and we open for them. 
And we ended our set by playing their one hit. And there was like 200 people there and about 100 people to see a flock of seagulls and 100 people to see who the fuck would see a flock of seagulls and see our punk band. And we played (laughs) and we wouldn't stop playing. And then they killed the lights. We kept playing. They killed the instruments. You can't turn off the drums. And it's like I keep playing, and our bass player is standing on the edge of the street, just screaming the lyrics as they're, carry on the conversation. as they're carrying out the stuff, you know, one by one. Anyways, so Nick, 2012, you get out of you get out of the Marines. And w- w- what are you doing when you come home? And how did you go from getting out of the Marines to getting at your first open mic? Yeah, what, what, uh, what's, right. where's that connection? That's a far, all right. Um, well, no, so it was 2012, I got home for deployment. 2014, I get out of the Marines. You got, okay. Um, I, I did a two year stint in Japan. That was one that it followed after the deployment. So I did Japan, came back. And um, I want to say it was like, so I started working at this bar at Murphy's. You know that one in Manchester? No. Right? So I'm working at Murphy's Tap Room. Oh, okay, well, I'm working at Murphy's Tap Room. And at the time, they have a, um, an open mic hosted by Nick. I can't remember. Casavetti. There's another Nick. There's another Nick. Uh, anyway, there's, so they hosted from another, it's another Nick. And um, so I get to know that guy. And uh, it's on Wednesdays. And it happens to be on Wednesdays. I mean, we've talked about it before. A lot of comics tend to love alcohol, maybe a little bit. You know, we're underselling it a little bit. So, like, it's dollar draft on Wednesdays, and they have an open mic in the back. And I'm working as a bouncer. So, eventually, I'm like, fuck this, I'm taking a break, take the fucking shirt off, go walk back, and I'm like, all right, let's do this out. You would so, take your like, shirt off. Yeah, of course. So, uh, and, uh, you know, I just started following in it from there, and I did it for about, I did it for about a year, and I tried, I was so overambitious at the time. I tried to do a 20-minute set. Uh, in the back of there, I rented out at one Sunday, and I had like a bunch of my family there, a bunch of my friends, uh, a lot of people I knew from the bar, a lot of people I knew from Manchester. So probably had a room of like 35, 40 people. What? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna do a full 20 minute set. I have never gone beyond like five minute set. I, I was like maybe like a year and some change in, and I tried to do it. I, it was so bad. I had a fucking laptop sitting on a stool. You know what I mean? Like, oh fuck, yeah, knock that over. Like, We're yeah. so sorry. We're so sorry. But I was like, I had a laptop. You ruined the podcast by not. And I'm like, like scrolling down on that thing and fucking reading out the jokes. That's fair. Okay. What else? What else is new? I ruined yeah. a lot of things. You know, so I blocked that one. Like, that was the first. Like, I got like maybe the first full minutes were good. The last six minutes died down to the last three minutes. I was bombing super hard. It was a rough day. And then after, like, I stuck with it a little bit. I was only doing one mic a week. Like she said, it wasn't until, like, maybe, I don't know, uh, August, like, July, August of 2022, I started doing, like, three, three mics a week. And then it was like, let's really take this fucking serious. And so now, do you, do you read, same, same question that I had with Extina, do you remember some of the earlier jokes, and are those all completely filed away, or have any of them survived the last couple of years? I would say I have a couple that made it through. Um, I just remember one bombing because it's very what the, it's very um, topical. I used to open up and talk about Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. So obviously, here we are now. You know what I mean? You can't really... I mean, well, listen, we all want sexy topics. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I went into like, I was ripping on something about. I was like, man, I really love like an hot like. Oh, I was talking about breakup sex. And I was like, I thought that was a myth, like a fucking something or like an honest politician. 
Oh, he has a stop. Oh, his micro, his mic, her mic. The microphone's attached to her earpod. The microphone's attached. What time it code is that? The microphone's attached to her AirPod. No, no, so um, you can hear it now. Yep, now we can hear you. <laughs> Sorry, can you hear it? Yep, now, okay. now you're good. Whoa. All right, now so I wanted to remember. Um, what, what's the what's the? He was an Olympic athlete. I feel rude to call him the Kardashian dad now. Oh, uh, well, I mean, he is the Kardashian dad. That bitch dead. Who cares? No, the Jenner, the, Jenner, Jenner, the very beautiful trans woman. Caitlyn Jenner, Jenner, yeah. Caitlyn Jenner. What? Caitlyn Jenner. I'm sorry. She Caitlyn killed someone with, was... with her car. We don't have she to worry. Did, but I also, I was like, that was my bit. I was like, you know what? I don't want all I don't want Hillary Clinton to win. I think we should vote for Caitlyn Jenner because there's no kind of commitment like being willing to chop your own fucking dick off. <laughs> like that show, if she's willing to commit to our country for that, I was like, that's 100% nailed it. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want in the running. That's the kind of dedicate you can't. What are you going to torture her for? That's a foreign country. You're not going to get shit out of her. What are you going to do? It's already done. <laughs> that was what I was in. So I was like, yeah, there was that bit. There was a couple other bits, but um, not a lot of them made it through, especially not now. Those those notebooks have burned along with my ambitions from that time. You know what I mean? They felt worse. Yes. No, do, do you do you keep yeah. all do you keep all your old notebooks? You ever go scrolling through them? I do. And then so that's when I realized how much weed I used to smoke. You know what I mean? Like you go through and you're just like, Jesus Christ. Like this made no fucking sense. What was that going after here? You know what I mean? Or like you're just pitching concepts. Like she said, there was no, I wasn't writing punchlines. It was like concept, 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 maybe a couple jokes. Like but when we first middle. met. And then maybe I had like a punchline on the end. And like, yeah, it wasn't really until I started. When we first year, met, like, you uh, didn't smoke weed at all. Because you were in the Marines. That's very true. Yeah, well, we had met. Um, we yeah. met like what over ten years ago. Uh, like 10 years fifteen ago? years ago. 15, we're on fifteen. I don't know. So I met. I met him because, uh, like, he was. Um, uh, remember, we were at Fire and Ice, and you were proposing to your girlfriend. That is correct. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you have a lot of? He was with this one girl, and we were here's type stories. Uh, that was literally like fifteen years ago. Yeah. 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 Oh, thank man. you for saving that. But yes, yeah. uh, I had a, 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 a like. Um, but uh, yeah. but again, he was not something at all. Dating my best friend at the time. Oh, we're going right into it. Okay, yeah. we're getting right into it, guys. Call me out. Call you out. Oh yeah, here we are. Here we are. No, uh, <laughs> and and Exina, do you have old? Do you ha- keep your old notebooks? You ever like? Like just flip back and maybe like, I keep forgot. my old notebooks. Yeah, like with all your jokes and stuff. Have you ever like, oh man, you know yeah, what? Not around long enough to be old. <laughs> you know no, I mean? no, no. I would say uh, I started, so I kept. Oh, is that? Uh, are we on like a like a, a morning show? Like a morning? Like are you guys? Uh, yeah, that, shock jock DJs. That, that what was, was that? The, that was the eight a.m. boner alarm, and uh, you know, uh, 107th <laughs> caller gets um gets a. Uh, I think a KY. I don't know. Very specific. Very specific. <laughs> no, but um, but uh, no. I I honestly, so I started like keeping notes. I don't know four years ago, and they were in my phone. I've had the same phone for four years. And I bet Apple, like uh, Apple, is not happy about that. They're, I'm pretty sure they're slowing down my phone. <laughs> So that I buy a new one. The Siri no, try but, to punch but, up but, the uh, jokes, like, you know. No, because I, I, I was going. I mean, I wish, I wish if she was, 
if she was, I would be doing way better than I am now. No, wait a minute. Yeah, that was supposed not to be against AI. Me. That's bad. <laughs> right, right. No, goddamn it. Don't praise. No, I, I agree, but. Well, you shut your whore mouth. You're against AI. Get yes. out of here. No. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because <laughs> I don't want them to hear so me. No, no, I don't want them. I'm a, I am an AI boot licker. I don't want them to know. I don't want them to know. I'm don't worry. Not, yeah. not, not even the algorithm They're listens listening to this right podcast. Guys, listening right now. Listen, you're the first people they're coming for when the robots take over, okay? I'm buying it. My blender is amazing. My oven's great. I'm terrified. It's all happening. It's all fucking happening. We're going down. No, because it's going to be five years. Because it's funny because I might have been drinking. I gave it five <laughs> I just went through my again my phone and I didn't know the notes were back to 2014. <laughs> like there was 20 and, and and the notes that I found like when yeah like, baby yeah. yes let's say when I'm having disagreements with management I do the I'm gonna write a really angry thing just to get it out and I like was scrolling through and I'm like oh if she ever scrolled to my phone, it's not text messages with the woman it sees. And then she did this thing that it's like, once I write it down, then I can turn the page and be over it, you know? But I'm like, oh man, I got to burn the phone now. <laughs> but I did. Oh, but you decided to make a record of it, you fucking idiot. What are you talking yeah. about? Why would you make a record of it? I am a lady. I'm a lady. And like, I'm like, yeah, if, if I had a girlfriend, I'm not going to fucking keep records of my complaints. Are you out of your mind? Oh, they're cataloged. The fucking job anymore, kids. You know, yeah. I, they're, they're all cataloged. No, but it's funny because I it just, it was, it was like Joe started, I, Joe and I were writing something a couple of years ago and I went out to a bin that got moved to guitar that was never open, that never been open since I moved back. And I'm like, there's a couple old notebooks. I found a set list from like 89. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah. So, so, yeah. So when I did, if you guys ever seen, when I've ever done the, hey, I'm trying to work on audience warm up, give me an S. Give me an H, and I have people spell out sheep. I no, did. eighty nine is the first time I did that. Like honestly, that joke is older than Casey. Honestly, that joke oh my is God. older. Thirty three year old joke. Like, like, I didn't go. I go through. Look, there's only so much up here that is ever going to work, and Joe's only willing to punch up so much stuff. So I got to go back. No, I wanna. I wanna get well, like, a hot sticks knocked out a lot of it. I understand. Oh, dude, I get where you're going. You, you know, know no. Between between football hits and boxing hits, I've been knocked around a little bit. I get it. I get it. You lose some stuff. Oh, yeah. You have a limited capacity. You know what I mean? You have a short amount of RAM. I get yeah. it. See, these are the teeth I'm supposed to wear all the time that I never do. You know the teeth thing? Are you doing that? So you know who did that the other day? It was uh, McGinnis. Oh. We had a house show. I did like a house show in my apartment. That one, you don't need a big fucking window or whatever. Oh, I had a Guinness over and he at one point made a joke and pulled his fucking tooth out. No, he didn't. He pulled it It fell out. Oh, it fell out? Oh. No, it was an accident. It just came out. It was so fucking funny. No. He away. And then my favorite bit was at the very end of it, he was like, I'm 36 years old. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> you're in the holy... I you're like, like, you're right near me. How, how do you look like you're 40? Okay, let's go. 
Well, and I, great. I think when I, we were, the three of us were up in Manchester and I think I said to you, Nick, I'm like, I don't know if he's recovering from cocaine or he's enjoying the ride now, but this guy <laughs> is always, I mean, he has that fun. And, and honestly, and I'm dead serious. You guys wouldn't have noticed the first half dozen times I went to the safe. I was, I was a church mouse. And I honestly remember saying to Joe and my wife, um, I honestly thought the first month, at least the first month of going there, that it was a drug hookup, that that's all it was. <laughs> I swear to Batman, I don't say God because I'm an atheist, but I swear to Batman, I honestly thought, because the number of people oh, I will swear all over God because he's not real. Go. I will I will, I will, I will jerk off on his fucking Oh, again with the coming. <laughs> Always with the coming. Can you please? Which, which we Can know. It's on the mind. Something? It's on the mind. It's always on the mind. She's kidding. Okay. We know women don't come, Joe. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jacques. No. Well, well, let's get into the latest. Let's get into the latest uh, Andrew Tate podcast. Okay? <laughs> Move over. Oh, that bitch going to jail. Hey. That, that bitch going to jail. How, uh, how do you say? Oh, uh, Nick, you're a real man. How can a real man tell if a woman's having an orgasm? A real man doesn't care. Oh. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> it's all over it. Oh shit, we gotta go soon. We have some shit to do. We, we do? some I mean we got some bodies to oh, <laughs> roll into the fucking river. We have a drug hookup to go. Uh, but I did the first yeah, drug I swear the first And they're like, Oh, is that a drug tight? Meet you at seven for the drug. <laughs> oh, he's uh, he's just checking out. He's checking on the uh, the roast ah, that he pulled out of the fucking. Look at him! No, I did. I, the first month at the safe, I I truly thought half the people here are for this is where they either sell their drugs or get. And I don't mean in a judgment way, but I I truly thought that that's what it was. And um, and after a while, so, like, do you know anybody that's selling drugs? Like, that would be really like if you could just give me some contacts, that would be like really wonderful. Well, that, well that's that's a hilarious thing. I know so little about it that. Are there YouTube videos on how to make drugs? By right. Now? Yeah. No. You know, it's like, like Breaking Bad is all you know taught us everything we need to know. I want to segue on. So you guys, um, well now, and it's it, the amazing thing is you start in November, Xtina. You're doing paid shows in April, yeah. and then by June you're producing shows. I mean, that's such a quantum leap, and not producing shows, but producing shows that. You know, if it didn't sell out, it pretty much looked like it was a sellout. It looked absolutely amazing. And and how did that transition come about? Uh, I think, honestly, I think it was that thing where. Um, so uh, so I started doing comedy and then I was also like in a shitty dead end relationship with somebody that was literally a crackhead. Um, and I had to break up with them. And I moved out. Uh, so uh, March 1st, I had to move into my own apartment, which is where the background, the backdrop of this this beautiful podcast right now. Um, and yeah, it was the first time I lived on my own. And I was like, fuck it. I gotta, I, I have to go out on my own. And, um, and that's, that kind of started, that kind of started all of it for me. Like the idea that um, I could do anything. I feel like it did a lot for me 
And uh, that breakup meant that uh, it was probably the best decision I ever made in my life. And um, and I just started, I just went ham. I, just, I went crazy with doing open mics and doing this and that. And then, like you said, April came about. Well, April came about. I did, yeah. But April came about and I did all these shows. And then it was like mid-April. And I feel like uh, doing those shows and getting booked on those shows for April gave me this confidence. And I had seen all of this stuff on social media about tap at Western Ave. And I was seeing how like they were doing all these music shows, right? They were this incredible music venue. And I was like, shit, that's a beautiful looking space. I wonder if they'd be interested. So I literally reached out. It was like info at taffetaroom.com or whatever on their fucking website. And I just sent, like, I cold, I basically cold called them. And I sent an email and I was like, hey, would you be interested in doing a comedy show? Have you ever done one before? And, uh, and then I got an email, like, that day that was like, we would love to do a comedy show. And then the next day I called them and me and Sean from, from Taffeta, who's an incredible person to work for, to work with, he is so kind and accommodating and was just so enthusiastic about the idea that I had, uh, which was just a very like well-organized tight comedy show, right? Like six comics, we have a host, six comics, and we're just, we're going to get it done. Um, and we got, we, we, me and Nick, my first thought was I have to have Nick host, like, cause he's an incredible host and he helped me. <laughs> he's laughing his fucking ass off right now, but it's true. He's a great host. And so I was like, okay, well we have to get comics. And we like hand curated, we like hand picked these comics from Lowell plus Nick Han. Oh who was not from Lowell and like, we were like, this is, we're going to, we're going to keep it tight. We're going to, we're going to get it done and we're going to see what happens. And we, we thought, Oh, 50, if we got 50 people to come to this show, success, that's success. And then like the, the days were leading up to it and we, we got word that it was 65, 65 tickets sold ahead of time. Which, Which great, great. That's incredible. Well, no, it's amazing because when you went, so when you went and did Luna, that was a pretty full house. You know, Mike Donovan brought in some people, but you brought in a lot of people. Um, you know, last month in March, no, May, that's, you know, the last time I did it. Again, it was a pretty full room, but yesterday uh, it was empty, you know, and it was a bummer because, you know, Jim McHugh is great. I mean, he... Yeah, I don't know if, and I mean this, I don't know if there's a better um, uh, crowd work guy in the country right now. Like if you look at his special on um, a dry bar special that he did, it's, it hurts. It hurts how funny, you know, it, it, it is, but you know, a bunch of the, the, the guys, some of the, a couple of the people that we do mics with didn't have anybody, you know what I mean? And that's a risk. That's a real risk because when I say, Two, I know for a fact that two people, three people, because one of the persons was from L.A., just happened to be in town. And Greg's like, oh, yeah, you know, why don't you open this? And she was fantastic. All the comics were great. It was a great night, right? It's laugh wise. Yes. yes, it was a good night. But it was not empty, but a third full. Yeah. About a third full. Right. 
I mean, compared to your show where you brought like 20 people. I yeah, mean, that's, that's not important. Yeah, uh, listen, <laughs> these aren't bringer yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I still can't believe. And I think half the people, when I introduced the mayor, thought I was joking that the mayor of Lowell came to uh, uh, the last Luna show. No, but if you guys got 65 people, they must want you to come back. I mean, is this something that you really enjoyed? Was this, was this part of comedy that you liked well, producing? Absolutely. And here's the thing, like we got 65 and then when all was said and done, people that came to the door, we had over a hundred people. Wow. In that room. What, what, what does it hold? Yeah. Uh, one, one, one eighty. Okay. Yeah. But that's, that's pretty crazy. They didn't, we, we did not, we underestimated the amount of chairs that was standing. There was so there was standing room. We didn't under, we didn't we didn't understand that there were going to be that many people there. Uh, and like I brought a bunch of people to Luna, but in terms of the people that I brought, like personally, to Taffeta Room, it was maybe eight people. So I'm like, I did a great job with their sponsors. Oh, they did an yeah, incredible they did an job. Amazing job with their the last three weeks. They really hit it hard, but they did a nice Instagram uh, sponsor post. And they, like, I, 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 I kept seeing it. Yeah, and you know, but, and, yeah, like they kept they they brought it up. Well, it, it, I mean, the great thing well, about they, they that, they you know, because I was saying that you know, Joe and I were talking. It's like as much work as Greg puts into the Luna. There's nothing at the Luna at yesterday's show about next month's show. There's no posters. Right. They, they, and, 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 you know, I've, I've done, I've done what I could. I've rolled the rock up the hill so many times to watch it roll down the other way. Uh, I, I've become really good friends, you know, with Jenny, who has a yoga studio there, how much I've Jenny Million. yeah, oh, she's the best. She's 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 a, she's a great comic and just the most wonderful person, absolutely. And yes. I and and literally, I think the last time we were all at Worthen together upstairs, I'm walking in my car and I see her skateboarding, you know, back and yes. I'm like, holy yes. shit, it's such a Jenny thing, right? But I'm I'm watching this and I'm thinking. She's a character out of a movie. Like she just has Absolutely. the coolest look, the coolest vibe. She's funny as hell. Uh, and there she is skateboarding through the streets of Lowell, you know, after kicking. No, she's, but I've talked to her all the stuff that I've, uh, the guy who owns mill number five has called. I've written proposals. He's taken me up on a bunch of things. I've hosted a bunch of, of Joe and I've hosted some events upstairs with them. Um, but they go out of their way to shoot themselves in the foot every time, you know? And it's like, you know, just last night, here's Jim McHugh, a couple other comics. And they're like, is there any place around here to grab a cup of coffee? As we walk right by a closed coffee and cotton, you know, it's like, why isn't yes. this open right. on show night? Oh, you couldn't, right. You couldn't, you couldn't like stay open for a few hours. Right. Be a place where people can go. And, and want to hang out go. after. All right, the, the biggest mistakes everyone's making literally nowadays, I don't know how it's not super obvious to everybody, is that don't do a show every fucking month. Do it every quarter. It's so fucking easy. Do it every quarter. We're flooded. Katie Coughlin just did one at Warp and Web. You got one going at Mondo's. Granted, it's once a month. But like, even if they did once every other month. Right. I mean, give me a little bit of scarcity. Give me a little. It's flooded. 
everybody's doing every show, and the minute they get a little bit of success, they're like, we're gonna do it every fucking month. You jam it down on everyone's throat. No, and that, honestly, that's the quarter. And, and we we thought about it. We thought about it for Taffeta. We were like, oh, maybe we'll do this every month, and then we were like, no, immediately. No, everybody is doing. There's always a show every month. It's so you know what? We'll wait. Set six. Warping wet. Yeah. Fucking, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter you where gotta it is. Downtown, you gotta wait. You can throw a rock and hit a fucking comedy show. No, but you, what like, you're supposed to do with a business is you're supposed to take an idea, beat it to death, oversaturate <laughs> the market, make people yeah. sick of it. And then See, they, this guy gets in. Yeah. I mean, haven't we learned yeah, anything from gross. the 1980s? Come on. No, I, I mean, and... and, and <laughs> And it's charging 15 bucks a fucking ticket like we're Boston prices. You shouldn't get fucking. <laughs> you charge 20 bucks a ticket, go fuck yourself. You're a piece of shit. We're in low, okay? Right. 15 tops, maybe 10 is a good online. Like, get out of my face. No. Right. And, 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 and I'm so no, glad. But we were like, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe it's every quarter. Yeah, you know it's funny because the last time, the last time I, I, I was at. Um, uh, uh, Warthen, and it was great when I just started saying nobody noticed. I just started singing TV theme songs, which I I still am cracking myself up over. But Tom Golden, the city manager, was. Uh, there. You think we didn't notice? If you think we didn't fucking notice, everybody. Oh, oh you, Tom Golden. Tom Golden. Tom Golden. He's, Tom Golden. He lives there. Do real estate with my mom. Right, and yeah. I turn around, oh, and he's he there. Lives there. And and, yes. and and the funny thing is, so I've talked to him about it, and. You know, a bunch of people at city government, you know, are are like, oh, this comedy thing is good. How do we do more of this? And and I've been called into meetings. I got a couple meetings coming up, you know, with the city because they have some venues that aren't being used. And he's like, oh, this is 250 seat venue. It's gorgeous. We can give it to you for nothing, and we will promote the heck out of it. If but that's the whole thing. There's this boom going on that is great, but if there are five book shows and there's we're talking in in our circle 30 comics you know yeah. you yeah. know of yeah. which of which Minimum. 10 15 are doing all there's a the book shows you just mentioned the katie i think katie's on every one of these book shows and it's like how many yeah. times are your friends or your family you know not everybody has a fan base yet i mean everybody's starting to get a couple people you know here and there which is nice but not enough to have five book shows in a 10 mile two yeah. mile radius monthly you know uh-huh. um but, yes no, so, you're you know, exactly right. there's some time to come up with some new fucking material that's the you other thing. Why am I going to repeat the same? I don't need you to come out and watch me do the same fucking Like, I don't want somebody to pay $15 that. to see me do the same shit I did last month. I want you to see me do a whole new, or like close to it, at least a couple. Maybe I know a couple of good ones that you like. Or rework or like, it. Yeah, like, I want to do, you know, new shit. I don't want to fucking keep repeating. So, so, Extina, let's embarrass Nick a little bit. So, you, you, you okay. read. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, you read Mike Donovan's book, or you're reading it. And and what's fun about it? It's not yeah. meant to be read from start to finish. It's meant to be you can just no. pick it up. It's like a bathroom reader. Those piecemeal. old bathroom readers. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's piecemeal. I read. I was reading a part of it a few weeks ago, and it, it timed out nicely for me. But he was talking. I don't know if you got to this part where he talks about how how important a host is, and how he used to get really great introductions, and how a really good introduction sets the tone for your set and also the room. And he talks about yeah, in the eighties, early nineties, I was getting. 50, 60% really good introductions. And now I'm lucky if I get like 10 of those, which is great because I read that 
and and Max called and said, "Can you host one one Broadway?" And there was only three people there, but I, I put thought into the the introductions. When you talked about Nick being a host, truly Nick has a presence that a lot of the hosts don't. And and when Nick goes up and he hosts the things and he introduces people, lots of people will squeeze in. I got a minute to do one of my bits. I'm trying to work out where Nick seems to build up who's coming up and, and really give a yes. real thoughtful. And and I will say this, and I, I'm saying it on the podcast. I've taken pictures and I posted on Instagram. Not only is he so, are you so relaxed, Nick, as a host, you look fantastic doing it. And I know we got a couple guys who, you know, bat for both teams, you know, who show up. At the end. I'm not one of those guys, but there, <laughs> but there has been times I'm thinking if I was still drinking. Yeah. I might give consent with Nick. No, but but Nick does a really fantastic job because you, when you bring somebody up, it's not like okay, you see this guy every week. You know, here's Casey. You know, here's so and so. You put thought into it, and there's so much energy going on from the time you introduce a person to you hand off the mic. You are a fantastic host, and I hope, as well as producing shows, that's something you you want to pursue because honestly it's a completely different muscle doing hosting like true hosting there's there's hosting an open mic where you're getting 30 people through and you want to keep it going and that's great but when i've seen you host the work that you do and the presence that you have it actually is something you should really consider doing a lot of if you're not because you're really really good at it I'm done. Well, I appreciate that. I always go back to that sentence. Uh, those who can't do teach. <laughs> See what I mean? Those who fuck up their five minute sets will host and sprinkle a joke in between other <laughs> so, You know what I mean? Like fuck it up. Nick but, Powell's uh, like Mondo doing... comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I, li I like doing it. I, li I like doing that. I think I would say my two things are I like hosting and I like uh, roasting. I like hosting and roasting. Okay, so let's and get I'm into not that. Good at the fucking joking. So, so you guys. You guys have a roast coming up, and I just told Joe yes. about it yesterday. Uh, uh, Are you ready? You know, it, it's funny yeah, because you're ready, John? You know, it, it, it's interesting because um, you yes. have a roast coming up. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, 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 how did this all come together? How how many of these roasts have you done, and and, and what's the whole? Explain to people who don't know what a roast is. Are you is. fucking serious? No. It's 2023. People don't know what a roast is. For those of you who don't like fun, <laughs> here's what a roast is. I want to hear it. Tell them, Joe. Let's go. Let me, let me hear it. What? I mean, are you. Because you'll be surprised. <laughs> I mean, you know, everyone knows, everyone everybody knows what, knows what a roast is. is. Yeah, you know, you get up. No, everyone knows Comedy Central roasts. Not everyone knows what a roast battle is. Uh, That's the difference. I, I don't know about that. But so, yeah. so tell tell us about when and where this show is. And are you guys are you hosting or are you roasting? Both. Oh, I'm doing both of them. Oh, me and Nick are roasting each other. Oh, that's yeah, great. Is it though? I feel like I've gotten some feedback that it's a terrible idea. Oh, I want to do it. Jenny. <laughs> Je Jenny was like, that's so hot. She just said it's hot repeatedly for like 30 seconds. Like, it's so fucking hot. I was like, Jesus Christ. Jenny, shut up. We're trying to find it. She's like, no, it's not funny. It's hot. Why would you tell her to shut up? What would you say? I would Keep never, going. I would never actually Keep going. That's fair. I've never told Jenny. No, but, no, but it's true, though. Like, uh, this is, Nick has always wanted this. This is what he wants. 
he get he got exactly what he wanted. It is perfect. Uh, no, July 9th, right? Sunday, yeah. July 9th at the save. We're doing a roast battle. It's like we got fucking brackets. Like it's fucking yeah. football or some shit. I don't know. What do so, people what do people do with sports? So originally we were supposed to do we we're supposed to do one for concept six and we we're supposed to raise money for them. Uh due to a, a personal disagreement. Technical difficulty. Certainly performing, we decided not to participate in that one. Then we took it and Casey suggested that we do it at the same. We then went to move the venue. And then we found out that we could only do it at July 9th. So we picked that day, but that always made it to I I just had pairs going up against each other. I fucking love roast. I've always been a roast. I mean, jocks see me fucking see you know, see me roast. People just get up and like that's my first like minute and a half, two minutes. It's just fucking with people like roasting up what they did, what jokes they did, or like and that's why you're a great host. And so I, I want to do that. And then like so we only had enough time. We were you concept six. We were only going to be allowed in like forty minutes. So we we're gonna do one round, basically uh, prepare, and then uh, once we switched it and you know worked this out, we talked to uh, the owner of the safe, and he was like, "Yeah, you know what? Fuck it, you can do the whole night." So now we're gonna do a bracket. Now you gotta go against multiple people. Speak. You gotta go. We're gonna get like a final winner. Katie Coughlin went up against Carolina Montesquieu in the last one I saw. I loved the both of them, and she did really good. I was mad because Scott Patone, who Jacques is up against. Uh, Scott Patone forfeited and basically told jokes about someone else completely. So we didn't go after Katie while Katie ripped him apart. So after I saw that, I wanted Katie Coughlin. We couldn't get her because she was doing a, a when we originally booked the concept big gig, because she was doing another gig that night. So she couldn't go. So we had this whole thing booked out. And then the minute it was July 9th, it opened up. But we got Owen Damon, who I know you love as a comic. He's a great fucking comic. We got Owen Damon to go against her. Yeah. So now it's gonna be her versus me, Owen versus Katie, Nick Khan versus Paul Boric. Oh, that's Ooh, great. That's well, great. Roommates. Roommates. Room, roommate versus roommate. Battle of the bisexuals. We got uh, Casey versus Fredo. Yeah. And then we got uh, one more. I think, wait, right? wait. To, nah, be bi- to be bisexual, don't you also have to have sex with women? That's just a, it's just a question for either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> Who are you talking shit about, Fredo? Is it Fredo? Sorry, sorry. No, sorry, sorry. I thought he was. I thought he was talking shit about me. No, 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 no. Wait, we can't, also, we, I should. You know, I should. I should probably be having sex with women in order to be bisexual. But yeah. yeah. No, you know, it's funny because when, when Nick first mentioned it, I'm like, look, I, I truly, it's not an exaggeration, grew up in locker rooms and just ripping like all Joe and I do is, and, and we're going to record. I'm sorry. First off, I need to pause. I need to pause. Um, you need to destroy the tone. Oh my God. Yes. Like you need to absolutely. I'm sorry. Are you ready? Like it's not going to be that hard if you put in like minimal fucking effort. Do you listen to me? The pain. You put in minimal effort. The pain. You need to shock. You need to destroy him. Yeah. I know you will, and I know you can, and I know you fucking will. This is very important. So much so. So much. He's underestimating the shit out of you. And I ripped on the other night for it. He's a fucking idiot. I need He's a fucking idiot. 
No, I, 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 I am. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but generally, generally speaking, like I don't like to be mean. I mean, I know that's not fun. Like, like. Yeah, I know. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. He, you listen. He's you, gonna make jokes about your kids. He's gonna make jokes. He's gonna make jokes about your kids, and you, fu- you fucking, you were. In, you I were have in, to keep him from beating from you beating the shit. You were in amateur league. You were in hockey. You did hockey. You need to use that anger. You need to funnel that anger into. He's seen him. Well, it's what's interesting. And and we and and, and the three of us have never talked about it. I've talked about it briefly with with Joe. We talked about with Paul when Paul was on my podcast. Uh, I know for and it's fine. Like literally the things that don't bother me would would stun most people like all the time. Like I just and, and I just, you know. Uh, That's powerful, though. But, but it, it took a long time to get here. But, uh, but it's really funny when I uh, like three, four months into doing the open mics, one day I posted on Instagram. I said, "If you're the kind of comic who shows up just before you get on stage and you hand the mic back to the host as you're heading for the exit, you're a douchebag." Also, everybody should tip the bartenders because they put up with a lot of shit. Um. That was directed at two people without mentioning them who clearly knew it was about them. And uh, they did not like that. And one of them. Oh, uh, boo-hoo. What? Well, it's funny because one of them the next time in there from the stage was saying something and I kind of just ignored it. And then the other one was kind of really kind of going over a line with with something. It, it, It is what it is. And. The next time we were all at a place, I had one, one joke that I use forevermore. It's one of the best jokes I've ever had. Oh, there was a guy I don't like. I found out he got stabbed. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then I thought, you know what? I don't want to be that kind of person. I don't want to be that kind of person. Because uh, the whole ride home, I thought, man, that poor knife has chlamydia. And, and the <laughs> And so the re- the rest of that set. So not people are inanimate objects that have chlamydia. Right. Okay. And so the rest of that set that night was honestly, I remember it because I uh, like Joe always says when he sees my notes and how I excel spreadsheet things, he's like, why do you always have to beautiful mind everything? Um, <laughs> but, but, but the rest of the set, it was, I talk about, I'm being, I'm Oscar Schindler paying for my kid's college. That person followed me. <laughs> out of the bar and into the parking lot. And it was, and the thing is, I knew, look, I knew I was being we followed. We were very out. unafraid. Let's uh, be honest, I, I looked wide-eyed for a second, but I'm like, if I know what you're talking about, we're not fucking scared. That's a oh, joke. But, the, cares. but but I, I hit record on my phone. You got followed out by a Chucky doll. Okay. Uh, I, like I, his, his arm is wider than that guy's thigh. I got, I got, uh, I got, and I feel bad. Okay. I feel bad, but I taped it. Like I ha- I hit my recorder and I hit my phone. And if that if there's ever a rose battle, I almost felt I almost felt bad. Like how much and, and he kept trying to bait me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, and I, I hear that so much. And I remember he's I'm like, hear it so he's much. like, I'm like, dude, 
I, I, you're not worth spending a night in the gray bar hotel for. I've been to jail. It's not that bad. I'm like, wow. I never thought not going to jail was a bragging point, <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> and so anyways, so, so on July 9th, some of that stuff might come up. It's not with Fatone, <laughs> but it's, it's with his sidekick. So, uh, so yeah, so we, uh, we, 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 Okay, so before we wrap it up, honestly, and yeah. let, let's look, let's look 18 months down the road. Are you guys, oh do you guys have day jobs or is this it? Or you, you think you're going to be out hitting? Yeah, uh, no. So like, I mean, I definitely have a day job. Like I actually really, this, this is going against everything that I ever believed in until now. Um, but I love my day job. I am a project coordinator in an engineering firm and I fucking love it. Um, I make good money and I know I'm going to get like, you know, promoted in the future. And like, these are all beautiful things for me. Um, would I love, and, and, and am I putting more focus into comedy? Yes. That is for sure happening. Um, but 18 months, I know that's, that's, that's not a very long time. It's, it's, it's so, so, so what I love is that I'm at a job where, and, and we talked about this, right? Like I have all these people at work that support me, that love me, that have come to my shows. Multiple people have come to multiple shows and, uh, that will probably continue to happen. And I'm very funny at work and we don't have, we're so small that we don't have an HR department yet. So I'm able to say things like, uh, so I was like, oh, do you remember this happening? And I'm like, yeah, how could I forget? That's my 9-11. Um, <laughs> wow. And, wow. That's my 9-11. not fired. <laughs> no, you know why I'm not fired? You know why I'm not fired? Because I'm really good at my, I'm good at my fucking job. No, but it's incredible. Like, I love my job and I love the people I work with. So if in the future I ever was like, hey, I got to go. I'm doing this full time. They would support me to to the ends of the fucking earth. And like, I don't know that there are, I don't know that there are any other, like there, there are not that many companies that would do that. And what about you, Nick? 18 months. Where's Nick fucking Powell on the comedy Richter scale? Well, first I want to pause a little bit because I felt like we just walked all over this episode. I mean, you get to talk about like, Joe, I have questions for you. I have oh God, no, I, I will answer nothing. Minutes. This is, I'm not under. You answered nothing. <laughs> no, go Give ahead. Me two what, what's go, What's up? Give me two minutes. I want to know when did you meet this motherfucker to my left over here? But in, in my screen, you know what I mean. When did when did he come to play in your life? When did I meet Jock? Yeah, uh, I met him in '94 at a Lexington public access station when me and my two friends were doing a shitty public access comedy show where we 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 were pretending to be three douchebag teenagers sitting in front of a camera do, trying to do comedy. Turns out we were three douchebag you teenagers. You were pretending to be or living your best life. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? no, no. <laughs> yeah. Then so now we're all just doing that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I met him way back in '94 in Lexington, Massachusetts. You, oh, so you were trying to buy pot up. Like, how did that go? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm looking at Jacques now, tell, did he have the ponytail and the whole look, the beard and everything back then? Or, like, was he just Jacques now, forward, like a fucking hand? Like Jacques a is going to reach for a publicity photo just so you can see what he looked like back in 94. 
Yeah, this oh right. my god, he looked like he was going to be cast for Geek Grease 3. What happened? I'm so <laughs> upset. That's it. Yeah, the, the, hair was, the hair was twice as long and it was shaved on the side. And I would often grow tell, tell them about my facial hair that I rocked for many years. Oh, what the one sideburn? <laughs> one sideburn. I wore one sideburn what? for a decade. What? what happened to the other one? You got rubbed off by some girl's fucking thighs. That's what, okay. That's that's what I would tell like people. Credit. I would honestly. I'm Nick, I, I I would tell people I'm going out with this girl. She has a rash on her left side of her leg, so I put ointment here. And when I go down, you know, she finds it soothing. But I did it for one reason, one reason only. You would be talking to somebody, and the look on their face when, you turn. when they no when they realized, and then they don't know. They're trying to process it. It's like. Did he mean to do that? Did he shave one off? What happened? It, it, does he have cancer on that side of the face? I want to actually bring back the one sideburn, except I wanted to introduce a new uh, thing called the Hitler sideburn, <laughs> where you just have like a square right there. Please. Nobody's no. doing the Hitler sideburn. And I no think Jacques can introduce that. No one. For real, for real. That's dope. No man. cap. No cap. Man, I did Both not see that coming. <laughs> I did not see that coming. I oh. <laughs> Nine. Um, yeah. yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, well, here's the most fucked up thing. I said this to Joe about four or five years ago. And, the, and, and this is going to sound horrible. I had just got out of film school. I had a music video show that did okay. Who paid for that? <laughs> Uh, no, I, 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 it, it was my thing. It's like I worked with all the labels. I ended up working for the music industry for 20 years. But with Joe and I, I, I did the math. It's like you're 14 or 15. I'm uh, 45 years old. When you, when, oh. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's like. Honestly, you're grossly underestimated. Yeah. <laughs> you're way yeah. off. Dude. It's funny. He's 14. I'm 22. <laughs> and we're hanging out good. all the time. And it's like, I said that to him a few years ago. I was 17. Yeah, you Is were this the force? Spotlight came out. Yeah, do like what's going on? <laughs> well, it's funny because I said oh, that like 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 his son was about like like sixteen. I'm like, if he comes home and he says, "Yeah, my best no, friend's 22, and I'm hanging out doing a comedy show." I didn't know what grooming was back then, <laughs> but uh... no one did. No one did. Yeah. You can talk about it. You can talk to There's me. Call me after. Call me Well, the thing is, you know, we haven't hooked up yet, so I'm really playing the long oh, game. My <laughs> I, am, I am really playing I the long game. I am such a CT. I can't. I can't. Married I for can't. 25 yeah. years with kid facade, you know, type. Damn it. You know? <laughs> you know, it just gets in your way. Okay, so like broke back mountain with like based off you guys. It just wasn't made until it's I get it. I get it. Yeah. No, yeah. um, no, so year and a half. Um listen, I, I'm gonna be unrealistic about look. If a whole bunch of stars align and everything falls into place. So many stars. Yeah, and I get to like, you know, and all of a sudden I join a podcast that has like 30,000 followers. Yeah, maybe. It's like we all know that's the secondary thing, right? You do comedy and then you do a podcast regularly while you're doing your tours and you're doing your shows. Like you do a podcast. That's the thing. So like, no. In a year and a half, I would love to do your profession. You know what? In a year and a half, my goal is to get on one of Will Noonan's capo shows. That's okay. my goal. You know, it, 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 it's funny. When you mentioned podcasts, Joe and I were at the Luna yesterday, and here's Jim McHugh after the show, who just did our podcast last week, saying, hey, I want to do a podcast. You want to help out? <laughs> like It's like even him. That's, you know. I'm sure he wants that broadcast. No, no, no. It's Everyone funny because we talked about some fun stuff because, every look, there are a lot of fun things. I mean. 
like you said, like yeah. you know, we're all doing the number one thing is we all like comedy. You know, we like to laugh. And it's yeah. and 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 honestly, as 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 great as Nick is as a host, uh Xena, there's not a better, more supportive you know, fan of comedy, you generally are there at the first and the last person leaving and you laugh and you give so much great feedback. It's like the positivity you spill out, you know, at the safe and the other place I've seen you. I, I really, when I see you guys there and on the list, I know, okay, it's going to be a lot of fun and they're really good people. And if nothing else, I agree when I see you. Yeah, if nothing else, there's a half a dozen people that, and five years, I'm still going to be pals with, you know, and, and I love that. I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, you got a roast, not the roast on, on July 9th, but one in the oven. Or did you take the roast out? Is the roast still in the oven? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's out. It's out. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're tying for it. So, um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll leave you guys on that. That Like, I'm really looking forward to July 9th. And I really appreciate you guys coming on. And I really appreciate you guys as people in comics. So thank you. Hell yeah. Thank you. Love you too, dude. Love you. Supper pie. Hoorah. Love you. It's perfect sense. It's perfect sense. All right.